Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Um, We love you. We miss you. So let's go ahead and get into the Word of God today. We are in a new series starting today called Hope Reigns. And I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. In this portion of Scripture, Paul says that we can rejoice in our suffering because we are a people of hope. Hope is a very strong word. Hope is a a word that's been developing in our lives during this pandemic and this crisis that we've been in. And most of us have been growing in our lives. I know one thing for sure, when, when I face trouble, I pray more. That's just the psychology of prayer, right? When we're all in trouble, when we have problems, we pray more, and that's natural. But this is what God's going to talk to us about through the Scripture. I really do believe what the message He's trying to convey in, in this chapter is development and character. So let's go ahead and read this. Are you ready? Not only that, but rejoice in our suffering, Paul writes, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given to us all through the Spirit of God he says that's the backbone the source is the presence of God but what God does in these seasons, like he wrote here, like Paul wrote in Romans chapter 5, it produces something. Troubled times produces things in your life. It produces endurance. It produces character. And character produces hope. We celebrated Easter and talked about the hope and the calling of the risen Christ and how he overcame and so we shall overcome as well. But hope still reigns. Hope still reigns in our life because of Him. So how can we have hope when everything is looking hopeless? When we're in troubling times, when we are facing our present circumstances, how do we have hope? In the midst of suffering and for those that are actually battling this virus right now, how can we have hope during this season to get you through? We can rejoice because I really do believe that God gives us keys to the kingdom, scriptures to help us to tap into his presence. So I'm going to give you three, three challenges, three points that are going to help you today. Why don't we just pray together right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for today's service and today's message. Let every person watching right now, Father, through Facebook, social media, uh, through YouTube, for those that are sharing this today, everyone who comes in contact with this video, with this sermon, that they would be blessed, that they can feel your presence, God, in their homes like we feel it here right now. And so, and we pray God bless this in Jesus' name. And everybody, type an amen or give an amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here again. Let's go ahead and get started. We, uh, God, we miss you guys so much. 
And uh, I'm excited to share this with you and give you a challenge for today. Uh, we really feel like this is going to bless you. So don't forget to share this so somebody else can be blessed. I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. Number one, how you can develop hope in the season that we're in is by, number one, relying on God's presence. When you rely on something, you are trusting it or that person to give you something stronger than what you normally have in your possession, whether it be in your heart and in your mind or materialistically, whatever it may be. We go after someone's presence. And so we're encouraging you, go after the presence of God. Learn to rely on that. Rejoicing in suffering does not mean that we're celebrating what bad news comes into our life. But what it does mean, it means that we can believe that God is doing a redemptive work inside of us. The word redemptive, what I'm referring to, means that God doesn't waste our hurts. God doesn't waste our trials. He is not going to waste our disappointments. All things work together for good, but he is going to use these moments in our life. He's going to use this pandemic, this trouble right now, this sickness. He's going to use it to shape and to build us into the image of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And that is the highest calling and the highest passion that I really do believe the Bible conveys to all of us to be more like Jesus, not just in character, but in power. So when we go through suffering, when we pray and seek God more intensely than other times, my greatest times personally of growth have always been when I've been in trouble, when I've been under pressure, and then when I've reached the end of my resources. When we get to the end of our rope, somebody said, when you're at the end, tie a knot and just hold on tight and swing. I really believe that you have to make the best of your circumstances. I really believe that's what God's word says about this. God uses suffering and trouble to make us and to help us rely on his presence. David wrote this in Psalms chapter 23, where he wrote and he said he wasn't going to fear because God was with him. He relied on God's presence, and it brings you back to a place of strength. You get strength and you get comforted. Remember, for that, for that there are shadows, and he walked through the shadow, and the valley of the shadow of death is what he said. But he said that the shepherd would bring him into still waters, bring him into greener pastures. Now, I don't know what your valley of, of the shadow of death may be. And there are people that, that we know and that you know that actually have the virus. But here's an antidote for it. Jesus is alive. He loves you. And he wants to take this and use it for his good. So we're going to release that over your life because we know that he cares for us. He's the good shepherd. We shall not fear. Well, in fact, why don't we just do that right now? Just repeat this after me. Say, I believe that Jesus is working everything for our good. Amen. But I don't know where your sources have been, except I know that every believer has made God their source. 
In another psalm, David reveals that one of the reasons for his joy that he has is that he was forgiven. That's the redemptive work. We have hope because we have been forgiven. He said it like this in Psalms 31, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. In other words, God's got you. God has you. And if God will take care of you and forgive you of all of your transgressions, God can forgive you and heal you of all your diseases. Nothing is too hard for God to do. Because also in Psalms 103, it says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that's inside of me. Bless his holy name. And forget not all his benefits who heals all of our diseases, who forgives us of all of our sins. That's the redemptive work. Healing is part of a redemptive work. But we determine his love based on one thing, not our works, not just our ability to go to him by faith, but by the work that the cross did, what he did when he gave his life. The cross means everything. It means everything. Number two, how do we have hope in a hopeless world is we have to rely on God's provision. Rely on his provision. 2 Corinthians 12 and 7 says that Paul reveals that he had to suffer from a what he called a thorn in his flesh. So God was so concerned about Paul not becoming proud or maybe uh, egotistic in his ways and he allowed him to go through something with this thorn in the flesh but here's what happened when he prayed to god and asked him to remove it he said to paul my grace is sufficient for you in our current situation we've all been in i mean we've prayed some big prayers we have been praying god stop this but in this moment it's almost like we can hear the faint voice of the coming to the scripture saying, my grace is sufficient for you. God is saying that if you can determine in your mind to be dependent on me, I will prove myself in this season. I can show you how this is going to turn around for your good. His grace is not an abstract idea, but his grace is to the person of Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit, and whatever hell we go through, heaven will match it with his power and ability to provide all of our needs in this season and in this time. We, and you have heard it probably a number of times, but can I tell you, no matter what our economy is doing, nothing has shaken the kingdom economy in our spiritual life. God still can provide and go and exceed our expectations because we know every good and every perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of light. Somebody type an amen right there. That's good news. Hope still reigns. We have hope in him. He won't let you down. We promise you that. According to God's word, you're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And God will meet your needs. Are you ready for number three? Here's the third point. It's this. Rely on God's power. Rely on his power. 2 Corinthians 12 says, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness so that the power of Christ 
may abide on me. In other words, the Apostle Paul knew that he was weak. He knew he was weak. When we understand our weaknesses, that's a good thing. Some people don't see their weaknesses. Some people don't feel like they need help. Some people don't see it. But the, I believe the, the Word of God allows us to look into the mirror and allow us to see where He can help us and change us and refine us. God wants to give you power. God wants to give you the ability to overcome. He wants to build your faith right now. He wants to build your courage. What is your weakness? Let's, let's just ask yourself that question. Where am I weak right now? You could be weak emotionally. You could be weak financially. You could be weak in character. Whatever your weakness is, that's what God and where God wants to prove himself. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a son or a daughter that isn't where they need to be right now. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you lost yours. Maybe it's your finances. Whatever it may be. A job situation, again, going awry. God will come through. And he is more than able to do it. A medical diagnos diagnosis, maybe a test that came back positive. God came to rescue us from death, hell, and the grave. And he came to turn our bad news into good news and hope. Maybe like the Apostle Paul, who was very transparent with the church. The Apostle Paul actually came and said, you know, I have had some hardships. I've been through a lot of insults and people that have turned against me, uh, persecution, whatever it was. But Paul said this. He said, I'm going to boast in these things because in these things, God is going to prove himself. The power of Christ, it rests on me during these moments. What that means is that you're going to, you, you can, and you're going to experience the anointing of God in your life like never before, and your weakness, and what you can't do, God can do. I want you to write this down. Here's a statement, and I want you to remember this if you can. Type it in in your notes, um, wherever, and just remember this. Are you ready? Repeat this after me. The greater the enemy comes at you, the greater Jesus is in you. You see, Jesus will meet you where your problem meets you. Whatever state of mind, wherever you're at in your life, he will meet your problems there. Maybe you're hearing voices right now. Maybe you're feeling discouraged in your life. Maybe you're dealing with depression. Maybe you're dealing with a word that just simply keeps telling you to quit, give up, Stop doing good. Stop believing. Stop being such an optimistic, an optimist. Uh, maybe it's telling you give up right now. Maybe it's telling you to let go of everything and not care anymore. That's the worst thing you can do. Right now, believe. Have hope. Jesus wants to help you. Jesus wants to bless you. Jesus wants to encourage you. Jesus is going to turn this thing around. It too shall pass. And we're going to see ourselves stronger on the other side. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't stop praying. Don't stop giving. Don't stop ministering. Be an encourager on social media. Let your light shine in this moment because it's the darkest moments in our life where Jesus is seen the brightest. Amen. When you're weak is then you're, where you're strong. 
Remember, the greater the attack, the greater the victory in your life, the greater Christ becomes inside of you. But you have to rely on him with his presence, with his provision, and rely on his power. You can't, but God can. With men, the scripture says, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. How many of you believe that this Sunday? With things, all things, God, with God, they are possible. Come on, Haley. We're going to pray right now. We're just going to agree together that we're going to allow hope to reign and continue to reign in and through our life. The Apostle Paul also said it's through us that we live, we move, and we have our being. Right now, right where you're at, wherever you're watching or listening from, whether it's on the podcast or any one of our mediums of, of, of communication, whatever you're at, right now we pray the peace of God to come into your life and to give you a fresh wind of hope right now. A fresh wind of faith, of dependence, with the smile on your face, with a skip back in your step, with an optimistic and a great attitude and an optimistic point of view that you see green pastures on the other side. You can heal, you can hear and, and, and be healed by the still waters that God brings into your life, His presence in your life. You can be the voice that someone needs to hear right now to help them, to encourage them, to lift them up. So right now, if you will, right where you're at, will you just close your eyes and lift up your hands right where you're at, right there? I feel His presence coming on us right now. I feel His presence here in this moment. Will you just pray with me right now and receive this? Father, in Jesus' name, right now, we thank you, dear God, for your presence in our life, for providing for us in our life and for your power that we feel right now. Let peace, God, be dispersed among your people. Let peace, God, rest on the shoulders of every believer right now and every weight that they've been carrying to be removed right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, every worry, all fear, all distraction. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is good news coming around the way. There is businesses right now. There is more business fixing to come to all of our business owners. Your family is going to be in good health. You are a child of God, and He loves you and cares about you. You are blessed and highly favored in a season where there seems to be no favor. You are the hope of the world and the place right now where it seems to be hopeless. Right now, we pray that upon you. We pray that upon you right now and believe for God's best. Right now, just receive it. Say, now I receive. Now I receive. Now I receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nothing's too hard for him. Nothing's too hard. Now lift your hands and give him some praise. Right there, just lift your hands and give him some praise and say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. 
The greater the enemy comes, the greater Christ is inside of us. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, we hope you enjoyed it today. We love all of you. We miss you so much. Give you a virtual kiss right now. Give you a virtual hug right now. We love you. We wish we can see you today. But God sees you. He wants to bless you. Keep your hopes high because God will never let you down. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you someday soon. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.